Welcome to another episode of the Superpowered Fancast. This is Darren. Stephanie. This is Jenna. And I'm Danny. All right. Welcome to another episode. Um, I think I just said that. But this Hello, episode. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, we're going to discuss the giant elephant in the room being oh, okay. one of our favorite shows. That is destroying us on emotional mm-hmm. levels. That is destroying everyone emotionally since <laughs> since season <Michael>. one. <laughs> Just gets worse and worse. Mm-hmm. By it's now you know what we're talking about. Yes, but now <laughs> as worse as bad as it's getting, we still can't stop watching. I know. Not and we're not saying bad in the sense that it's a bad show. We're saying bad in the sense that it's like it is a an emotional roller coaster every week. You have to prepare yourself exactly. every week. Exactly. It's 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 like life. You can't get too attached. No, there you go. Not at all. It's like, oh, I like that person. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> exactly. And we are talking about, of course, Game of Thrones. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> now, see, this is the part where, you know, if we had money, we would put like a little, we would put like the theme song there for like a good like 45 seconds, but we don't. So that will have to do. Send us money. Right. Well, what we're not going to do is we're not going to... You know, go through every episode because at this point where it said episode five, like we're is it five yeah, we or just six? had episode five, right? Yeah, we just had yeah. episode five, so it's like halfway through the season at this point. So we kind of, I know it, it's so short, yeah. But, well, but my god, this, but, if it was yeah. long, what else? Was, was long? Yeah. <laughs> They'd all be dead by now, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, instead, we're gonna go ahead and talk about uh, the characters. And what we're enjoying about uh, the characters so far, and maybe a little bit of speculation as to where they're going next, because as everyone knows, we're completely off book, both literally and figuratively. There is no book to reference to what's going on now, and uh, which just makes it exciting, because you don't know what's going to happen next, and you not only are interested, but you're also scared. <laughs> out Very of your mind. Quite terrified. <laughs> yeah. So let's kinda kinda go into like some of the some of the main characters, but we're gonna hit on, you know, the the the, the big ones kinda a little bit towards the end because I kinda wanna uh save though save three characters to maybe a little bit later. So the first character I want to talk about is Circe. Oh. Circe mm. Lannister. Yeah. Remember we let like <laughs> you remember last season? Shame. Yeah, she shame. did that walk of shame, shame. and you could tell <laughs> you could tell as soon as she got back to the Red Keep. That's gonna be and got, exactly, and was picked up in the arms of of Gregor Clegane, Zombie, zombie Mountain, mountain. Mm-hmm. Oh. the Zombie Mountain. Mm-hmm. That she that she 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 like Arya now has a kill list. She's yeah. just like she's now like, and at now? the t- yeah. Well, I'm sure she had one before, but like it's but a little the, bigger now. Yes, a little bit longer, <laughs> and I think the high sparrow has moved to the top of it. Oh yes. So, I mean, I'm mine. ready for him to die too. Let's be honest. Yeah. And isn't that the strangest thing that you know the the one person who is actually kind of humbling the characters who need to be humbled is the one we want to die. Which is a bit 
radical, though. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. And that's a great thing that mm-hmm. he can annoy me. Don't get me wrong. I think he is a fantastic character. It's kind mm-hmm. of like, um, let me not get on that yet. Not yet. I, I will get way too off if we start it, talking it, about Ramsey right now. So um, Yeah, we're going to get to, you know, we're gonna get, we're gonna get we'll to get Ramsey. Both. We're just on Cersei, my lord. <laughs> right, but if you really... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, yeah, you're good. I'm sorry, if you think about um, how previous seasons you were waiting for them to get their comeuppance. Oh, God. Like, so all you were wa- for waiting for was someone to get Cersei. You were waiting for somebody to get Joffrey. You were mm-hmm. waiting for somebody to, you know, to get oh, these God, characters. And now you're rooting for Cersei. Yeah. No. Well, not in the broad sense. Well, against the but, High Sparrow. Though. Right, against yes. the High Sparrow. Honestly, I don't even want her to get it. I want someone else to get him. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't want Cersei to... You don't I want, don't want, you don't want her, her to, to have the satisfaction yes, of I want, being responsible. I, want, I just hate her. And it's a, it's a great... <laughs> I love Lena. Don't get me wrong. I think she is a fantastic actress. But I that character... And that, that's speaking on her character... On her skill... But I hate that character so You kind of love to hate her, though. You do. Mm-hmm. You love to hate her. Like, and we got some redeeming moments. I mean, because her children are really everything. And that's, They're almost too much, in right. a sense. of. And that's something I was going to say. It's like, above everything that she's done, you can't, like, you can't say she does not love her children. No, right. She, right. Is, she is definitely an excellent mother. Not I an think, excellent think, mother. Not She's an excellent. a doting mother. She raised Joffrey. Yes. Nothing excellent about her. I was about to say, there's not, there's not, it's not speaking on her skills as to how her children have turned out, but she does put them first in mm-hmm. every sense of the word. Yep. And more so than any character we've really seen so far, because mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, I loved Catelyn. But mm-hmm. I also hated her a little bit. Like, she, she got under my skin sometimes. I'm still a little disappointed we're not going to see her come back. Yeah. That's I mean, a storyline I was looking forward to. Yeah. I think the main difference between Catelyn and Cersei, Cersei is Cersei, like, it's easy to see her love for her children as an extension of herself. And she. I think she uses her kids as pawns just as much as she is their mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. And Catelyn was more of a mother. Right. The but, good and the bad of that. But yeah. Cersei... I felt Cersei bad for I felt them. bad for her during the whole shame, shame, shame thing. But yeah. now I'm like, oh, you're back. You're back to being a douchebag. <laughs> we so learned nothing. The sense of the thing is that I think, you know, um, I think Cersei has a, a pure love for her children. I think that even with her pure love, she's still the way she is raised she's is that she's Cersei. always or she's still Cersei. She's mm-hmm. always planning. Mm-hmm. I think one of the like I love Catelyn Stark. But I think Catelyn didn't, like, I think she, like Ned, was a little too emotional. I think she, I think they kind of went into a situation without really thinking, really thinking it through. And I think that, especially with, um, with all the people around them, knowing all these people would be, to be as duplicitous as they were, I think they were way too trusting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And as noble as yeah. the Starks are, that's always been that's always been, in my opinion, their their They're biggest just a problem. Thick scold. Mm-hmm. Is that they, you know, they, you know, they just want to believe in the best, but they don't plan for the worst. Right. Very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. And that's why they keep dying. Yeah. <laughs> They're arrogant the in the worst. exact opposite way that Cersei is arrogant. 
arrogant. Mm-hmm. The Starks are arrogant, like, this is the right decision. This they, is what they... must be done. And Cersei's like, I've carefully calculated yep. everything that everyone is going to do, and I have a plan B, C, D, E, F. Because mm-hmm. I always win. Exactly. I think she can imp- I think she can improvise oh, yeah, a definitely. lot better. Like if something does go her way, she can even if she hasn't she'll necessarily planned it, it. Exactly. Yeah. She'll right. find a way to get to, yeah. To she's very smart. She's an intelligent yeah. character and she's mm-hmm. so easy to hate and just be manipulative and be, and win because she's so smart. She's but I think that's part evil. of but I think that's part <laughs> of her character is that she has always been smart. She's always been smarter than a lot of the people around her, especially the men. But because she's a woman in that world, mm-hmm. she's expected to, she was expected to be a wife. She's expected to be the mother. Mm-hmm. She's not taken seriously mm-hmm. for her, for her intellect. Right. And that's something that kind of, uh, I think that, yeah, that drives her is that she's not necessarily want, she doesn't necessarily want to prove to you that she's intelligent, she but knows. she doesn't want you to dismiss her. No. Right. Like every Although time, it's fun when she's dismissed. Oh yeah, anytime like that. Yeah, and those are so those sweet. are great moments, especially when she goes into like the you know those the the small council meetings. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a Glenn Close <laughs> moment. I will not be ignored, Dan. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like she has. Yeah, she is definitely definitely fatal attraction. Uh, yeah. There. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where do you see like Cersei going forward? Like, do you think that she, I mean? You've already stated you don't want her to be victorious over the High Sparrow, but you kind of where do you see her going as far as? Uh... Let me rephrase that because don't get me wrong, I I want the High Sparrow to go down, and I I've kind of come to the realization that if it's not Cersei and um, Marjorie, no, not Marjorie. Marjorie ain't doing nothing. She's in a jail cell. <laughs> well, um, you know, um. Brother lover, I can't remember. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Wow. brother God, husband. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, if it's not Cersei and Jamie, I don't see it happening at this point. Like I know that's mm-hmm. going to have to go down, and I get the necessity for Cersei because, Lord, she is definitely the lesser of two evils. I will keep Cersei around. All day long, if it means I don't have to put up with Joffrey anymore, mm-hmm. fine with that. Fine with that because nothing was worse than Joffrey. Yeah. But wouldn't it be I, interesting? And I'm sorry, I'm not even real. Wouldn't it be interesting if rather rather being Jamie and Cersei, who yeah, who take who take out the High Sparrow? What if it was actually Tommen who mm. finally decided, you know, to kind of be the man that he keeps pretending to be and finally make that decision for the sake of Marjorie. Yeah. Like what if he just decides, Hey, you know what? You know, I don't have to be Joffrey, but I can kind of adopt, you know, I can, I can finally show the strength that I want to, to protect my mother and my wife. Well, see, I don't, I don't have that kind of faith in him. In all honesty, I feel Mm -hmm. like his mother's kind of using Marjorie to her advantage because mm-hmm. he, she's like, oh, well, that's your wife. Uh, you need to go get her. But see, everybody's, like that. Us, so, everybody's using Tom. Right. Tom everybody's everybody's using Tom. Right. Yeah. So at the moment, he's being manipulated to war. And so even if he were to go to war, would it really be his idea is my whole thing. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't even think it would necessarily be something along the lines of like an intelligently thought out plan. Mm-hmm. I think it would be the reaction of a kid. 
Yeah. Like he would he would lash out rather than have a plan. He would finally lash out and say, you know, and say kill him mm-hmm. without thinking of the consequences. That being said, though, I still feel like we've we've been shown in the show that Tommen is too mani- easily, easily manipulated, manipulated mm-hmm. because I think the Hasbro will just as easily turn him against them as yeah. he if he he's tried to go. I was too. like, very we've true. already seen very, him very get true. his claws mm-hmm. in there. I don't think Tommen could be a, a an opposable force to him yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I mean, this is kind of like my least favorite part of the show at this point because I just mm. don't care. It's too political for me and that's so funny on a show of Game of Thrones. It's too <laughs> political. No, but it's just so, I'm so tired of the small council meetings of Cersei being like, what they did to me? Wah. Okay. <laughs> We're tired it. of the Red Keep. Like, Lord. Right. Yeah, talk about the Red Keep. Yeah, but um, I think characters. I think one of two things is going to happen. I think you know, the army's going to come before Marjorie does her little shame, shame, shame walk and either little little king boy is going to call it off <laughs> or they're going to seriously underestimate the power of, of the high sparrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's, it's come on. It's too soon. I think to it's going to be drawn him. out a little bit. And yeah. I think either he's going to be like, no mother, you know, you had to do it. She has to do it. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. Um, or I think they're going to be like, okay, you want to bring it on me? That's fine. I think there's something's gonna come out of the woodwork, and yeah, because uh, like even even looking at the promos for the next episode, you know, you don't necessarily see a lot of fear in the eyes of the High Sparrow. Mm-mm. No. So, I mean, I don't know what you know he's going on, but so pivoting to that to that moment, um, Marjorie. You know, Marjorie's been in uh, in prison since last season, and she's you know been like she's trying to break her down to confess her sins and they're using her brother to to get to her and like everything else she's been trying to tell her brother to stay strong like how long i mean how honestly how much do you think like how how much more do you think she can take before she finally breaks she is by far the strongest female character on the show i think my personal opinion because not physically strong, obviously, mm-hmm. and not character development strong, headstrong, and mm-hmm. her iron will. I don't think she's easily swayed. I think she's intelligent. I think she's capable, and she carries that family. She does. I will give her. She is the one character who has really stayed true to her character. She has mm-hmm. not changed her values, as far as I can remember. She really hasn't buckled to anyone at this yeah. point, and I would mm-hmm. hate to see them bring that about in her. She's one of the few female characters that you haven't really... You've seen moments of her being scared, but she does not inhabit a spirit of fear, if that makes sense. It's... Mm-hmm. I mean, she's very strong, and her will is not shook, not sh- easily shaken. shaken, and I think she's not impressionable, and she does not need help. Mm-hmm. I think... I, w- I want her to stay around. I want her to get out of that... Cell, and I want her to just kick ass and take names. Because yeah. she she does have good will at heart. She wants good things for the kingdom, and we haven't seen that a lot yeah. as far as the people in the Red Keep go. I think she has the, you know, kind of the potential to be like Cersei, but I think she, rather than ruling through intimidation and fear, I think she tries to, to rule a little bit more. Uh, she, I think... 
she, she does, she's she trying to, tries to win their love. Yeah, she tries to win their love. She tries to be a little bit more behind the scenes. Yeah, so she can have, roll on an equal footing. Yes, and, mm-hmm. and have Tommen, you know, you know, put forth her agenda. So I don't think she would necessarily kind of, you know, stand up and, you know, and, and necessarily manipulate a, a lot of things. I think she, I think one of the things that bothers me is that it seems like she's just been waiting for Tommen to save her. Mm-hmm. And that, you know... That, yeah, and I hope it pays off. I hope she's, buy, you know, buying her time. Yeah. And I hope she's using this to really think about something. But, <laughs> I mean, if it doesn't, it'll be a letdown. Because that actress is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah. But oh, yeah, no, that I being said, as good as Marjorie is, I absolutely expect her to die. Oh, I expect her to die, for like, sure. Oh, yeah. I feel no, like, I I feel like her death yeah. is going to happen this season. I, I honestly yeah. feel that. No, I don't think and she's going to die. And I hate it. I don't think, I don't her, think it's going to happen this season. I think it, no, I don't. <laughs> I think, you know, there's, say, there's so much to do with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it were to happen this season, it would have to be in the uprising. Right. Because so. here's the thing. If I, it does I feel ha- like it would be, I feel like, because they're all about that shock value. I feel mm-hmm. like it would be right after like they would save her, and Cersei's going to do something to have her. So yeah, I hope not. But oh, I hope not. at the same time, <laughs> if she, d- I mean, I think if she does die, and she is, I mean, she is killed like during a during a battle, I think that's the trigger for Tommen. Mm-hmm. That could oh, be, yeah. yeah. We could see some could, actual character development exactly. out there. That could be it, but I really don't want her to go because I think she's the only female that gives Cersei a run for her money. Oh yeah, I think it's she's like the you only love the one dynamic that can stand toe to toe with, yeah. with her. And make Cersei feel inferior, and mm-hmm. it's glorious. <laughs> and I just want to be like, you know, go back to the tutors and be like, "Yay, Anne!" <laughs> Even though I hated her until she died, because my God, that bitch can cry. I mean, <laughs> how can you not weird. hate Amber Lynn, though? I mean, yeah. Anyways, that's not what. That's <laughs> anyways, not what we're talking yes. about. Well, the thing? I saw, you know, I was watching a documentary about the the tutors, and it actually kind of gives a little bit more information about Anne Boleyn, and she's not necessarily the the historical villain no, that she's been no. made out to be. But, she was like yeah. everybody else. She was selfish. She got what she wanted, and everybody didn't like her for it. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, Sansa. Oh, Sansa. Oh, my goodness. I am so impressed with that girl's growth. Sophie Turner. We hated, hated Sansa in the first yeah. two seasons. She was. She was a brat, and you just got so frustrated with her. And then we literally have watched this poor girl go mm-hmm. through hell and come out of it. And it was, it was gorgeous. It is. And one of the things that I'm noticing, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, or just give me your interpretation, is that uh, even in the last episode, when she was telling Littlefinger about what... Ramsey did to her. It was a beautiful, it's like mm-hmm. she and Haunting scene. and did not tell John, did not tell her brother mm-hmm. what was done to her. I think a lot of I think a lot of her motives now are revenge based. Oh, yeah. I think she's made that Absolutely. turn. I think she like after dealing with Joffrey and then Ramsey, it's like she you know. She has, she has been the pawn of men. She has been the, she's been the uh, plaything of men. She has been tortured by men, and she will not let it happen anymore. Mm-mm. She's she's grown. She's mm-hmm. stronger, and she is not willing to forfeit that strength. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that. In and her. as a part of me, I don't know if it's necessarily strength. I'm sure this, I would say strength is definitely a part of it, 
but I think it's psychologically like she's you know what else can you do yeah right is I think there's a psychological component of you know like being a you know being a victim and I yeah. you know I I know I know nothing about this subject I'm not an expert again on anything mm-hmm. but it just seems that her motivations going forward tend to be are going to be emotional and I want I want her to succeed but at the same time I want her to be able to find a way to deal with what was done to her and you know come out from the other side of it mm-hmm. right because from right now it just seems like she's just you know into you know the just she's into her uh, she's into her trauma oh yeah absolutely yeah. oh yeah well and that's the thing is that if in fact everything is run right now by revenge and they and what she's doing are emotional decisions that means that later on down the road once they actually do amass an army and try to take back Winterfell that could be something that gets in the way and if that gets mm-hmm. in the way that could harm them trying to take back their home right and so she's got to she's got to deal with that one way or another because that's the thing that you have to ask yourself is that yeah okay so what if they take back Winterfell mm-hmm. who would be ward who would be warden of the north because Jon Snow is still cons- okay. is still a bastard. Mm-hmm. So who would it be? Would it be Rickon? Who would it be? It, it, that's the thing. Yeah, it couldn't survived. be. That's the thing. It couldn't necessarily be Sansa. So is she actually is her motivation to take back the North about taking back the North, mm-hmm. or is it about getting revenge on Ramsay Bolt? I really think that it's absolutely revenge. See, okay. I kind of felt like it was just her desire to go back. I felt like mm-hmm. she wanted to feel safe. She wanted to be home mm-hmm. again. She wanted to take back her home. That's that's what I pulled mm-hmm. from it. Now I definitely get the revenge in there too. But, but again, doesn't I think that it's just a desperate desire? Yeah, to but be I think home. part of that is also the trauma. Yes, I think it's just an aspect of her trauma. She wants everything back the way it was mm-hmm. before the trauma. Yeah, I think, this is my opinion on it, I think she's just tired of sitting in the, by the wayside and watching the game play her, and now she's just learned to play the game. That's why she didn't tell John, because mm-hmm. she's keeping her secrets. And if they take back Winterfell, I think she'll turn and use a little finger to help her. But I think, that's also, that, I think that's also interesting, especially since, you know, Littlefinger last season was kind of teaching her how to play the game. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves her with Ramsay. Mm-hmm. So... I don't think, I think Ramsay is the instrument, but oh, I think yeah. she, but I think she blames Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I think, I think she's learned. I mean, where's she been her whole, you know, since mm-hmm. she left home? I think she's learned that, okay, we I can play and be nice and say pretty words and, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I don't, I think she'll deal with her trauma when she's slit his throat. Yeah. God, mm-hmm. please, because, okay, I, I still feel like. I still feel like Littlefinger is playing with her. He like is. his reaction was playing was with so, everyone. He yeah. is, but and his reaction was so Robotic. dry. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, I need her. I need her to get a real reaction out of him if it is the last thing she does. Because I would love to see Sansa as the Warden of the North. I really would. I want to see her take that throne. But here's the thing, and just and we'll go into Littlefinger next. Is it? I think Littlefinger is, and again, all of this is speculation, so don't read anything into no, it. Like if it's if it shows up online, I'd, I'll be happy and dance around a lot. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> that means people are listening and talking about it. But um, I think Littlefinger is trying to manipulate events so that Sansa ends up marrying... Uh, that little weird boy. Her cousin? <laughs> yes. Uh, that breastfed until he was yes nine. I love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he disgusts me. The he looking does. at him honestly makes me want to throw up, and I he's ridiculous, and I hate him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos to the actor. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't actually he, hate the little boy, but yeah, but, there's, hate, something, but there's something the fact charming that, about him yeah. in a very weird way. Like but the I fact don't know, that he just, I, this, I like yeah, him. He, no, I think he's just, I think he's weird. But just the whole thing with weird. with Robin, <laughs> the whole thing with Robin Aaron. And Sansa, I think he's trying to manipulate events so that the two, so that not only do they take back the North, but they take the Iron Throne, and he sits Robin on the Iron Throne as king. Mm-hmm. Because Robin is, is his little because tool. Robin he's is just his an tool. Because that and, would make, I mean, and the legi- and his legitimacy him. is secured by marrying Sansa. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's you know just again it's speculation, <laughs> but Littlefinger to me. Oh, he's such a snake. Oh, my God. Sorry. I thought I looked at Danny and we had a we, chuckle. This is the thing. We, you know, we've enjoyed Littlefinger as a character, but I've never trusted Littlefinger. Oh, God. Not for a second. What do you mean, Darren? <laughs> you mean I talk like dish? Yeah. Well, I don't trust anyone that talks that low and that quiet. No, or with his mouth, like, in a perfect pucker, and he's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's shh after everything. I'll let you kill me right here. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't Do buy. Do you want it. me to get on my knees? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, Jenna. <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, I didn't miss him, but I'm like, damn. As bro. a character, I mean. But see, I'll be honest. Like, I like him and Varys actually, just like as the manipulator. But Littlefinger like is almost enemy. too strategically perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, can you just trip up a little bit, like, mm-hmm. and maybe knock you down a little, uh, some? And like he's a- too. He's too arrogant because he's always right and I'm just mm-hmm. tired of seeing that because we've taken it away from every other character even Varys in the last episode got a little yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm God, like little finger it's time to it's time to <laughs> humble you know, him a little humble bit. him a little bit yeah yep. <laughs> all right so the next character I want to talk about is Melisandre uh, she's playing the part I'm see, now, very if we, happy if with her we name. had cameras and just yeah. the reactions of everyone in the room <laughs> would be perfect. Maybe we need to start filming this in some aspect. <laughs> now listen, I hate Melisandre. Mm-hmm. I think she's creepy. I've hated her since the moment that the demon clawed its way out of her vagina and used her legs to pull itself out. Like, I, I can't stand her. She creeps me out. My little brother thinks she's hot. And I think it's Did he weird. think she was hot after he the episode? He still thinks she's hot. <laughs> I, I, I don't ask his mentality. But I just, I can't handle her. I don't like her, but mm-hmm. she served the purpose I needed her to serve. I'm thankful for her she character. She, she's good. She can leave now, but I'm, I'm glad she was there. I'm, mm-hmm. I give, I tip my hat to her. I'm thankful for her. She needs to go away because if she tries to stick her claws into John, like we all know she wants to, I might lose my mind. I, I agree with that, but you know, I, I don't like her. And you know, she burned a little girl at the stake. It's hard to redeem yourself after that. Um, she didn't burn a little girl. Well, she didn't burn, you know, but she, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but to see, talk about humbling a character. I'm sorry. 
she was so full of doubt and it was such a radical change mm-hmm. for her because oh, she's yeah. always been so high and mighty mm-hmm. and when she just said please mm-hmm. I mean she she had no faith at that moment and it was beautiful yeah and I agree with you and I think that's part of the the issue I have with her as a character is that besides the fact that she you know her her faith can be so easily tested mm-hmm. and then you know now John is the prince that was promised yeah like, I, mean, I think she's she's so afraid of not being all knowing because she's like, what's the point? You know, yeah, she's obviously lived a long life. I mean, I don't <laughs> like her, like I said. Well, see, I think the manipulation part of it may be a little slacked off now. Yeah, that she's hit rock bottom. Basically. Exactly. It's yeah. nice to see her. Yeah. Not so much on a high horse. Right. I think to keep her around, it was very wise to do that. Where she's kind of clawing yeah. at the bottom, like, mm-hmm. well, John, you know, she's she's grasping at crumbs now instead mm-hmm. of yeah. You know, feasting. I mean, that, that. he must be this. Right. So that yeah. there's an option for redemption with her. I don't necessarily see it happening, but I think that's what she's no. trying to do. I can I can see that because honestly, like you said, this mm-hmm. season we have seen more humanity in her, mm-hmm. more weakness than we have before, and it has. Like if we could take away the first few seasons of Melisandre, <laughs> I would almost <laughs> like her this season. She does have a lot more of a compelling character now that she is starting to fear that everything she has worked for, this long life she has lived, is for nothing. She is losing her faith, and Mm -hmm. she's terrified of it. And that makes her more of an endearing Mm -hmm. character, Mm -hmm. but I am so terrified she's going to turn right back into who she was and I'm going to go right back to dating yeah. her. I don't want to get attached. Okay. <laughs> I'm not attached like you can take her. <laughs> speaking of, and I think this is a great segment, uh, speaking of things being attached, Theon Greyjoy. Oh, Aww. Theon. <laughs> things being Bravo, not attached <laughs> anymore. Look, I hated <laughs> Theon. A great, great way with... to go into that. <laughs> I, you, you teed it up just perfect. I just, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hated Theon just like everybody else did. I did. I wanted mm-hmm. him to suffer. Bless his heart. He has <laughs> suffered. Oh, my goodness. I was so terrified he was going to die in that first episode. I just need that poor boy to have some good things. I get that he has done a lot of really bad crap, but dadgummit, he's, he was reek. He suffered <laughs> enough. I mean, and, dang, the guy went home, and even then they were like, what are you doing here? What yeah. you, what, what's going on? You want my stuff, don't you? You're gonna take my things from me. He's like, no, nah, dude. I, I just, just want to go. Well, see, the thing is, I, <laughs> I think he wanted to go home. There. Right, I, think, I think he wanted to go home, and he he said this is the thing. He wanted to go home because he wanted to be punished mm-hmm. for what he's done. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love him. Like, and that's the thing is, yes, he was a, he was a horrible character. <laughs> <laughs> he was a horrible character for a long mm-hmm. time. But it's I don't interesting. Remember him being bad at this point now. Yeah. See, at yeah. this point, yeah, you don't, you can't remember. You can't literally think there's anything that he did was so bad mm-hmm. to deserve what he's got. No one deserves Ramsey Bolton. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Theon, of course, you know, he, I feel very, you know, I have sympathetic feelings toward him. Um, but his sister is such a more interesting character. Yeah, oh, Yara. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I y- love Yara. I mm. love her as a character. I s- so want to see her succeed. Yeah. Oh, yes. Like, I thought, I think she's very intelligent. Mm-hmm. I mean, and she's still rough around the edges. She's still a little naive, you can tell, about mm-hmm. some things. But she paves her own but she, way. But she has yeah. earned all of her titles. I mean, mm-hmm. she is not afraid to fight for anything. She's not waiting for it to be handed to her. 
and she made a smart move. I'm yeah. excited to see what this little rogue fleet's going to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Now it, he's not going to be unopposed. He's going to have somebody causing a little bit of trouble. Yeah, for I, I need, you know, I need, I need some girl power. Yeah. And how pumped were we when we saw how many ships they had with them? Because yeah. I was like, you get it, so go. <laughs> and the fact that they now basically just have to start over making ships on mm-hmm. the Iron Islands. It's, and that happens. dude is terrifying. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot yeah. stand him. Because his, because his thing is like, he's Mutton got chops. a, he's Mutton got chops. a, yeah, he's got a weird kind of crazy that's just yeah. not like he just it's not interesting, but right. it's just a little bit. I'm just like, oh, another crazy person. Mm-hmm. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Welcome to the throne of games. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but it um, was interesting how they how they um, move on to the next. I can't I can't think of the coronation almost. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a democracy. Yeah, when they well, drown him, just the drowning. Because mm-hmm. it's the drowned god, they actually drowned him. Mm-hmm. Like what's dead may never. What die. is dead may never die. Like that was that was I enjoyed. <laughs> that. that was kind of interesting. That yeah, that was very interesting. Yeah. Um, I did like that. You know, Theon, you know, was with her and oh, yes. spoke for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think because he just wants someone, you know, that's his sister. And excluding their weird moment they have when they first met each other, which is gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> but whatever. Um, I really like that he's so willing to follow her because yeah. I think she will be a good influence on him to build him back up a little bit and be like, no, mm-hmm. you do not do this. Like she's this, like she, her and Marjorie have a lot of parallels because their brothers are weaker than they are. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think that's, that's fantastic. Well, I love when he <laughs> saw her again for the first time and she was like, look at me. Look at me. It was. Yeah, like, and he just, I got and he was so oh, yeah. ashamed that oh, yeah. he could not look at her. Mm-hmm. And she forced him. Like, mm-hmm. I think. Because she came to, yeah, because when she came to save him and all the men that died because he wouldn't, yeah, because he wouldn't leave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a, it's going to be a great, you know, seeing him trying to win back her, you know. Mm -hmm. Find himself. You know, her, her her affections, you know, like trust, you know, her trust again, that's the right word. Um, And I I love her. I think she's super like hard ass. Yeah, she's what he needs definitely right now. Okay. So, to a character who has gone from a incredibly noble character to basically a western, like the the biggest stalker <laughs> on the entire series, like he <sighs> just keeps being sent away and keeps finding his way Aww. back. Jora Mormont, uh, the lost puppy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stephanie, start this one out. I've wanted him to die since season one. I am not affected or attached to him in any way. <laughs> yes, I got a little teary when Daenerys was all like, oh, sad, 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 because her friend was dying or leaving or whatever. I don't care. I'm ready for him to turn to stone. I'm, it's not going to be any sweat <laughs> off my back. I've been ready since season one because you cannot trust that dude. And he didn't really? like my man. That's so. the thing. So you... Meh. Okay, so you think... You just got the heart of it there. Okay, because I'm just like, so you think the fact that he... That is not the main thing, but I think anyone... I'm not a fan of people that lie to protect you. I don't believe Mm -hmm. that's protection. I believe you're underestimating that person. You have no Mm -hmm. faith in them if you have to lie to protect them. And I feel like he's an arrogant, arrogant, arrogant man who thinks he has... He's worth more than he actually is. I don't know, because, I mean, I... Everything else you say, I kind of agree with, but I think he's done... Everything oh, no, since, he could. Since then, he's yeah, very much redeemed he could himself. To, to try and prove himself. 
to try and redeem himself. Yes. To try and, that, and be bad. And like, I do recognize that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I was in her situation, if I was close to him, I probably would forgive him as well. Mm-hmm. But as someone who's watching that, I'm like, I don't, I, I just don't sympathize with you. Like, I yeah. do, and then I don't. Because I don't, I'm tired of you always sneaking around and yeah. finding your way back. Because, honestly, what do you add now? Well, see, my whole thing about him is that, look, like, you're never going to get from her what you want from her. No. I'm sorry. You are friend-zoned. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Yeah. And now you got, even, now yeah. you got gray scale, so it really never Yeah, happened. it's not even but about that. It's been infinitely ended. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but it's just like, he, he still seems to want from her what she's not going to give to him. Mm-hmm. So then the question becomes, is he doing what he's doing out of the, out of a pure love for her and a pure, like pure sense of loyalty to her or because he still has a little twinge in the back of his mind that makes him think she, if I do this, she'll love me. I don't think it's that. I don't, I think it's more of infatuation and he's in awe, he's in awe of her, mm-hmm. which is very easy to be in awe of Daenerys. Oh, she yes. is, first of all, not just aesthetically, mm-hmm. but just he's seen her go from this meek, you know, demure woman to, to the a queen. Queen of the Dothraki? She, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think that's what makes him love her. I do. Mm-hmm. But I think it's for very selfish mm-hmm. reasons. I think a lot of what he does is selfish, and I'm glad mm-hmm. he redeemed himself. But again, I think back, you lied because you thought she was incapable and because you wanted up her hand somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe in you. And that's the biggest thing. You know, I, I joke around that he didn't like Caldrogo, and Caldrogo is forever my king. But, um, <laughs> hello. Yes, I have a problem because Jason Momoa could read a phone book and I would watch it. But I believe that I just believe that George is a selfish character by nature. He has great moments, and their relationship has great points. But he's just like a big whiny man baby, <laughs> and I'm ready for him to die. <laughs> big whiny man baby. That's what I feel like he is. You heard it here. <laughs> like, no, he's very smart, and like when he, mm-hmm. but a lot of times I'm like, oh, you were super useful. Oh, and you took it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, every, yeah, every step forward, you ended up taking And that's just my personal back. opinion. Like I said, if people love him and some people, I know people really, really like him. And I'm like, hey, that's good. But me, whiny man baby. Like, give him a diaper <laughs> send him on his way. See, I'm, I'm kind of on the opposite spectrum of that. Mm-hmm. I do, I do like Jorah's character. I think he's funny and... Like, me and Stephanie will never agree on Dora nope. because I think I, I do think he has a pure love for Daenerys. I think yeah. everything he has done from the moment he met her has, because she has just completely changed. She just, you saw her take this character and completely turn him around because yeah. almost immediately he was just in awe of her. Because from the beginning he was there to spy on her mm-hmm. to to eventually kill her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she, stalker right, to but, like, I care about you, stalker. Yeah. But <laughs> the thing is that she... Why won't you love me? Yeah, exactly. Like, she, you know, once he got to know her, he fell in love with her. Yes. Now, again, you know, he's it's it's never going to be reciprocated. No, it's So it not. actually kind of makes it a little bit tragic all. for him. 
It's it's past the point of tragic because I love me a good tragic character, but he's just pathetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I I think I think his I think his storyline has played out. I'd be okay if he didn't come back. But I I love the way they ended that because I do think that he has a pure love for Daenerys mm-hmm. and and I I did like that everything he did at a point was for her and that moment where she she gave him. A reason to live. She, she. That was her reciprocation of yeah. his affections. That was all she could give him, and I think that's all she'll ever be able to give him. And I mean, if if we see more of Jorah, that's fine. If we don't, that's fine too. Because um, I think that they ended that story very well at a good spot. Yeah, like I said, I think it's going to be more along the lines of, you know, it's always going to be in the back of his mind that he's going to believe that he has a shot. Oh yeah, with her. And it just ain't gonna yeah, work. Because I'll be honest with you, like I'm so into, I'm so into like Daenerys and Dario. Like <laughs> I love Dario. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Dario. I love Dario. Dario and he was very attached to this night. Francis. <laughs> <laughs> you love Francis X Dario. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they changed the actor and he shrunk like three What's feet. What's my name? <laughs> right. Speaking <laughs> of love stories for the ages. Bay and Tay, Brienne of Tarth, <laughs> <laughs> and Tormund Giant's Bane, who I'm awesome. now Beautiful again and calling fantastic in his face was Bay and Tay. I love, I love him. I love yes. everything about his character. He's like one of the little little kids on Brave, like her little brother, yes. like yes. Grown up. Yes. all grown up. I tell you, every look and glance he shoots at her makes me laugh. Oh. I love it. He's and she's so, just so into her and she just like no. She wants <laughs> none of it. And every time he looks she's just like I I I used to really ship Brian and Jamie and now I'm just like screw Jamie. Get mm-hmm. this get you some wild like tail girl. No, I thought that was really because it's awesome. Because he sees her as a woman. I mean, even mm-hmm. though it may be, it may yes. be just exactly a powerful woman. That's powerful. Yeah, like a yeah. wildling don't want no, Mm-mm. you know, scrub. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, oh. but um, you, you usually see people look at Brienne and like, mm. yeah. But that's the thing is, you they but look he was at just like hello, mama. They look at Brienne and they don't see her femininity yeah. I think he sees it but he also sees her strength but he sees so much more than that he's mm-hmm. like okay you're a female obviously you know I'm a man hello mm-hmm. but he's like oh she commands such right. attention and she has such a presence and I mm-hmm. think that's what he sees mm-hmm. he's like hey lady yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think he sees not only someone that he's attracted to but somebody that he can respect as a warrior mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she can pretty much stand side by side mm-hmm. with him and you know I saw some people you know they were like oh people are happy for her because you know he finds her attractive and women are so much blah 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 whatever no. mm-hmm. um, Brian is so much more than that but mm-hmm. it's so fun to see her getting that attention and she's kind of just like mm. she doesn't know what to do with like exactly. she doesn't like she's never experienced that before yeah mm-hmm. and it, and it kind of yeah. she's kind of just like weirded out but she's kind of like what Messed up into the Twilight Zone, um, but I, I thought that was so funny. It was it was mm-hmm. a good and frankly, talk. like for especially for this show, you need a little 
lightness. Oh my god! Oh, yes. And that's Jesus like that's Lord. like their their relationship is like a is like a palate cleanser from all the <laughs> oh my gosh the all the banter all the mm-hmm. banter mm-hmm. and just like their their weird quips. Like I hope they have just interaction. I, they may not have get together, but I hope they just have interactions oh, yeah. throughout. You know, after they you know kill a couple more people, you know, it's like, oh, here's a scene. Here's a scene on you know we're riding horseback. Trot 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 trot. You know, like a funny moment. All right. So which one are we going to talk about him? (laughs) Ramsey Bolton. Satan. You know, I will give him this. I will give him this. Ramsey is a great character. Mm-hmm. Lord, I mean, he is it's very well written, well no, thought about. You literally mm-hmm. never thought you could hate a character more than Joffrey Baratheon. I hate this <laughs> boy. Introducing he terrifies Ramsey. me. Mm-hmm. I never know what he's going to do, and it is frightening because he yeah. has no limits. He mm-hmm. let a, he let dogs eat that baby. <laughs> yeah, and I think Ramsey is different from Joffrey because Ramsey's afraid of nothing. Mm-hmm. And Joffrey, yeah. while being the little prick that he was, he still had fear right. and still had yeah. to live in the confines of certain so, things. Yeah. And Ramsey's like mm-hmm. There were things that were expected of of Joffrey as king. And he even if I'll put it to you this way. When he was killing prostitutes in his chambers, no one saw it. Yeah, it was very... No one saw it. That's that's the evil that he did. When he was torturing Sansa, nobody saw it. Ramsay doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Ramsay displays them. He especially flays them that, and displays them yeah, out for everybody Especially now to that you know, his father's gone, his, mm-hmm. he has no leash now. Yeah. So he is... He's a for real sociopath. Like an mm-hmm. evil sociopath. He's absolutely a sociopath. And he's smart. He's so mm-hmm. smart. He has that above Joffrey, too, because yeah. Joffrey was a Joffrey's stupid dumb. little boy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Ramsey is, is conniving. Is conniving and calculating. And even when his, you know, little buddy was killed when, uh, like, last season when they killed the girl. Oh, the that girl? He, that he was yeah. hunting with. Yeah, He was hunting with. <laughs> that was beautiful. It was I don't a beautiful think, death. Like, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't that he was angry that she died. I felt it more that he was angry that he had lost a possession. Oh, oh yeah, that somebody had, yeah that that somebody Someone had taken right exactly somebody had taken something from him that belonged to him mm-hmm. because I think at some point he was going to kill her oh yeah oh yes but definitely. someone did it somebody did it and he didn't get the opportunity yeah he and didn't cause that death exactly right they got one on him and yeah. he hated that exactly but he, he didn't was, care about her he fed no, her he, to the dogs exactly right he didn't right he didn't care about her. But she was still his. Yes. Exactly. You, his to kill. You, right. Exactly. So, like, Ramsey is like, I don't know. Like, just going by, again, what we hated about Joffrey and how every season we wanted Joffrey to die. I can tell you right now, I don't expect <sighs> Ramsey to die this season. Oh, oh no, no. we got at least two more. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. oh, he terrifies me. I don't, well, I want him to die. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> because I, he's just mm-hmm. so much of a wild card. I'm just like, I don't know. He, but I think that's so the interesting thing. If he, even if he's driven from, if he's driven from Winterfell, I think that would make him more dangerous. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't want him. At least you know where him. he's at and where things mm-hmm. are. With him being out in the wind, you never know what could happen. No, I need them to go ahead and rescue Rickon because you know. please, oh, because yeah. don't kill. We have seen enough. Because he's going. Because I, my, my fear is that they're going to they're going to finally find Rickon and he's going to say, "My name is Rick." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're going to no. they're going to wreak Rickon. 
They're gonna Rick roll Rickin. <laughs> I was like, it sounds like Rick roll. <laughs> Then Ramsey's never saying, I'm never going to give you. <laughs> oh my God, that's a perfect, like, someone make a creepy version of that song just with you Ramsey. You beyond the like, regular version of Never Going to Give You Up? No. I need mean, a much we need a Ramsey. Creepy enough. Like, Lana Del Rey redo of what <laughs> Never Going to Give You Up. Yes. Yeah, someone make that. Thank you. Okay. Aya Stark. Okay. Okay, I'm no name. super. <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing it. the girl has blank blank. Yes, like I. Oh my gosh, I'm thrilled about Arya's daredevil training. Like, <laughs> let's make her awesome. But I do not want Arya to be one of the faceless people. Like the girl I, with no name. I need her to get what she needs out of them. Turn around and be like, the girl is Arya Stark, and kill them all. But I, <laughs> I feel like that's what's going to happen because mm-hmm. in this last episode, he even challenged her, uh, Jackin. Uh, he challenged her. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't believe you. I mean, he didn't believe that she was a girl he with still no name. Doesn't believe her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. After all this that they've already put her through, she's gotten her eyes back, mm-hmm. all this training and everything. He still doesn't believe her, and I honestly think that something's going to happen where they're going to release her, and she's going to be like the ultimate weapon coming through. But here's the thing. She still. I'm not. I'm sorry. I didn't interrupt. But she still has, like, her sword is still buried. It's still buried. It's still buried <laughs> out on the beach. That's true. So still at the docks. Her her needle is still buried, and her dog, her dire wolf, her dog, <laughs> her dire wolf is still alive. Mm-hmm. I think she's gonna complete her training, and then, like, her dog. I don't know what's her dog's name. I don't remember. It was kind of a weird name. Her dog. Her dire wolf's gonna show up. And she's gonna remember who she is, and she's gonna go on a rampage and just kick ass. Oh, she's gonna, oh, she's gonna go. But I think she's list. gonna complete her training mm-hmm. just to, because she's too prideful. Oh yeah. So if she didn't complete her training, yeah. I would be upset. Mm-hmm. But that's when, you know, her dire wolf comes back. You know, they have mm-hmm. that special mm-hmm. connection and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, mm. which is why I'm so tired of seeing dead dire wolves. Oh right. my god, I know. That's why I said they're gonna kill Rickon because they killed his wolf and they're connected. Like you can't tell me they're not. Mm-hmm. They are connected. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she released Lady, didn't she? Or like that. Yeah, Lady was the first. Yeah. Yeah. Sansa went through. So so far there's She's dead two on the inside. Out there, right? <laughs> two dire wolves. Yeah, there's there's, there's just there's ghosts and Arya. That's yeah. it. And Arius, yeah. Um, but yeah, I want I want Arya to complete her training. I want them to believe her <laughs> when she says the girl has no name and then I want her to turn around and turn mm-hmm. on them. Because I used to love how do you say his name? Jackin. Jackin. We don't mm-hmm. we don't say his name. The man has no name. <laughs> I've <Yeah>. forgotten. <laughs> I believe him. Um, <laughs> I loved him when he first show, showed up. Like I loved him and I was sad when I thought we had lost his character last season, but I'm so mm-hmm. I'm just I don't want to lose Arya Stark. I don't want her to lose Arya Stark mm-hmm. because I am invested in her character. I need Arya Stark to stay alive and not just in the physical sense. Well, that's yeah. the thing. is it, it would be pointless to put her through all this and then go, well, it's for nothing. She's faceless now. But mm-hmm. here's the There's thing. There's got to be an ultimate thing to it. But you do realize this is Game of Thrones. How many, different, how many different characters have we watched progress? Mm-hmm. And just then to just die. to see them die at the end, mm-hmm. when you know that that when you expected something more. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm and especially especially people with the last name of Stark. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Lord, let me just stop you there to say I was so, 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 so touched by the John and Sansa reunion. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I, I thought that, that was great. so, oh, yeah. just so like, bad. just, yeah, and yeah, well, I think we all did. I think we all <laughs> needed that like, moment. Yeah. Because we were like, finally, two of these people have found each yeah, other. And then the episode yeah. killed us. Yes. <laughs> so, we paid for it, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of Bran, I have mixed feelings about this uh, gentleman. So you don't want to ask me this question right now. All My right. thoughts are: I don't care about Bran, honestly. I don't, but I am so invested in his visions mm-hmm. because I'm mm-hmm. just going to say it. I think that's the only way we're going to find out that John is a Targaryen. Yep. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that I'm, you and know, I need that. I necess- I, again, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you. I'm not necessarily invested in Bran, but I want to know what Bran knows. Right. Yes. I want to see what Bran sees, because then it, you know, it it will help me going forward with these with these characters. So, mm-hmm. you know, as a character like Bran, has just been developed into what he is, but there really isn't much else well he's feeling more like a storyteller rather than his own standalone character Mm -hmm. you get to see the backstory of some of the characters and like you said possibly we could see that john is a targaryen if he's in the what was it the tower of joy tower of joy yeah Mm -hmm. and so with that (laughs) and so with that I, i think that maybe that could be what um his purpose is and not necessarily to be his own character like sansa or john or anything but just more be our Hey, let me show you what has been yeah. and what could come. Well, he needs to start listening. That's true. Before he does anything else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because every, like, he's paralyzed because he didn't listen. How about you stop climbing? Mm-hmm. Hey, how about you stay out of visions before you F stuff up? Oh, wait. <laughs> Good yeah. job. Mm-hmm. I'm over him at this moment. <laughs> Just because I'm like, seriously, you haven't, you, you can't walk, bro. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't listen to your mama. Mm-hmm. How about when the dude in the tree tells you to not mess around with stuff how about you just don't you just listen mm-hmm. you know just for a second i mean the dude's in a tree see. <laughs> but no i'm gonna touch the branch and i'm gonna mess stuff up <laughs> and i'm gonna walk up to the white walkers because i think i'm you know untouchable mm-hmm. he's ridiculous I'm like you've been paralyzed child you are the I, definition I, of touchable I, I think i think he has a lot of the bad qualities of his father and rob mm-hmm. he's arrogant rob. that's true <laughs> One thing I want to know He's arrogant too, and so that, self-sure and that's yeah. annoying. <laughs> One thing I want to know too with that scene, the elephant in the room, the, the Hodor and all that stuff, I want to know, was Bran warped into him the entire time or did he just influence him from the past and then that's just what his mission was and he did it? Because if Bran held him on that door, Bran is a jerk. <laughs> so, so well, here's the thing: when he was on the door, mm-hmm. his eyes were normal. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I was seeing. So too, he had so. come out of mm-hmm. he had come out of him actively at that point mm-hmm. when they were in the tunnel. Yeah, but he was still in him mm-hmm. when he was a kid. Right when he was still Willis. Yeah. So that's the yeah that's the 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 interesting. So Raw Brand is just a jerk. <laughs> no, I just I think, I think, he, I think he's still very a, young. That's the thing. Yeah. Bran is a kid who's been given power he doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think having a season away from him hurt me being sympathetic towards his character. 
and hurt me giving a crap about him. Mm-hmm. Especially when he comes back and he pulls a stunt like that where he's still not listening. Mm-hmm. And we I, haven't seen any real character growth out of him. No, because he was gone for a season where everybody else grew up and, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, he was off doing whatever. Apparently he was in the, you know, same old spot and didn't learn crap. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I, I don't connect with him at this moment and I'm also very bitter. <laughs> Stephanie says you have destroyed any kind of faith yeah. in you. Yeah. And again, like, like the <laughs> like the creator said, it's going to be a long time of he- hearing people say, "Hold the door." Mm. I will deck you. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> to hold the door for Stephanie. <laughs> if if anyone, I will hulk out and I will physically unleash on someone. Seriously, I will watch her. I will not like, let her harm people. Don't worry. Like this is not funny. It's going to be a trail of hurt gentlemen. <laughs> no, you can hold the door for me, but you better not say Hodor. You better not. It's not funny. I will not giggle. I will look at you. And if you continue to laugh and say Hodor, I will deck you. Once again, I, I'll keep an eye on her. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. Yeah. And I don't appreciate it. It was a very rough episode for Stephanie. It was. I sobbed. Affected her very... She's not... She is not over-exaggerating. <laughs> okay, we're not talking about holding. Anyways. Okay, so... Um, next. Tyrion Lannister. My favorite character. So, I mean, the fact that he is basically in the position where he kind of always wanted to be, mm-hmm. but not, but uh, he, he always wanted the responsibility of leadership because he wanted to prove himself, but now he he doesn't have anyone to prove <laughs> to prove himself to. Right. Uh, I, f- I find it interesting, because if anything, Tyrion as a character has always been one of the only characters that kind of makes things make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the fact that he literally is just like, you know what, I drink and I know things. It's basically <laughs> like, he's, he has no allusions to where he, uh, where he is in the pecking order, where he is in the world, He's just he at this point is just trying to I'd say at the at at the basic, try and find a faction to be a part of that doesn't want to kill him. Oh yeah. And I think him and Varys have been a really good team too. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really like their interactions and everything. Well, their whole Hope like, Crosby road trip. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> road trip to Marine. Exactly. And, and I like finding out too, a little off topic, about where uh, or who the little birds were for Varys. Yes, I thought that was really interesting yeah. that, you know, they were actual like street children. Yeah. <laughs> That were that feeding, cool that that were feeding them information. I thought that was... I thought not only was it interesting, but it made perfect sense. Oh, yeah. It did. I loved, I loved finding out about it. I, I hated how we found out about it mm-hmm. because I cannot stand creepy Dr. Man. Yeah. Well, see, I'm wondering how that's going to Dr. Frankenmountain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering how that's going to flip the script on what Varys finds out. Because if he's mm-hmm. actually compromising these kids and keeping them to himself, Varys is about to be cut off. Which yeah. means he's no longer going to have the single power that he's had this entire time. I kind of think that he was already cut off, but I also think that he's already had a network established in Marine. Like okay. I don't think he limited himself to Westeros. Oh no, he has remember, he always kind of had like because he always because he would have information from many different sources, That's many true. different places. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the whole reason why he was able to 
basically get out of uh, get out of Westeros in the first place mm-hmm. was because he had you know uh, he he had you know people yeah. working in other places. So I don't think it'll necessarily cripple him, but I think it's interesting that he's kind of having to take a more direct role in things mm-hmm. instead of just being the spy master. Yeah, like absolutely. He, yeah, he the things he does now, you know, kind of have more consequences in real time, mm-hmm. and he does, and he does have to rely on his, on his, you know, diplomatic skills. Right. But uh, but Tyrion, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, just I've always been impressed with him as a character. I've always been impressed with. Him he's always he's, been one of my favorites. Yeah, he's always been the one that you know everyone has counted out. Mm-hmm. Everyone has counted out from start to finish, and just. His um, just his turn last season in this one is all has been has been interesting. So I'm mm-hmm. always uh, so it, he's the he's the one character you can just endlessly speculate about. Oh yeah, like what is he <laughs> gonna do next? Like what's gonna happen to him next? And mm-hmm. yeah, well and that and with that I, I really enjoyed his scene with the dragons. Oh yeah, a lot. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, Especially him talking to him, talking about how he always wanted a dragon as a little mm-hmm. boy. And he was really always big and it could be a little one like me. See? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my heart. That whole thing. But part of me was extremely excited when I saw the fire start to light up in the dragon's mouth. Only because I want him to be a Targaryen so bad. Yeah. Because his dad never took ownership of him. Only took, only was like, oh yeah, you're my son. Only every once in a while when it served his purpose. Yeah, and but everyone up was to the end. He said, "You're not my son." Yeah, and everyone always speculated it's because he was a dwarf. Mm-hmm. That that's the reason why. But it could be the fact that you that know the Mad King. That's the thing. The Mad King kind of cut a swath of bastards throughout. Um, Spread his wallet. Yeah, exactly. Throughout <laughs> Westeros. Yeah. Exactly. So, and so I'm wondering if that actually spills over into Tyrion, and then yeah. Tyrion actually does find his place in the world in being one of the three dragon riders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I, I, I would be, I would be thrilled if that were true. I'm not as invested in it as I am at this point in Dawn mm-hmm. being a Targaryen, because I'm pretty much taking that as gospel. I think, I think someone oh, yeah. even like verified it, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Think they haven't necessarily verified it. Something in the books. But I think there's just way. Too, there's way too much anecdotal evidence. Yeah. That that's what it is. But I mean, I would definitely find it. Like what you said, I would find it intriguing if he mm-hmm. were. I would definitely be supportive of that. Yeah. Um, I want him to be a dragon rider regardless. Oh, Give yeah. that poor boy a dragon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if anything, that would be the the antithesis of his character. Mm-hmm. Is that the smallest among them, the person, and both in in stature and in their opinion, worth mm-hmm. is one of the most powerful people among them. Absolutely. Oh yeah. So that—that's. Uh, I mean, because he's already proven to be the smartest. Oh yeah. He's been—he's proven to be one of the most cunning. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know, just the, the power, would be like the last thing. And I'm enjoying seeing him running Marine too. Yeah. In her in uh, Daenerys's absence, especially with uh, Grey Worm and mm-hmm. I don't—I don't, I'm not sure what the other girl's name is. Uh, starts with an M. I don't know, but yeah, the other girl that's with Grey Worm. Lisa? No, no. Um, oh my goodness! Like bad fans, bad fans. I know, right? Masande or uh, Masande, yeah, Masande, yeah. And so, 
but yeah, I'm enjoying seeing how he's getting them on his side, and they don't necessarily agree with him. Mm-hmm. But it's still the fact that they can see where he's coming. They can from. right. That's the thing. They yeah. can see that he is smart, mm-hmm. and they can see that his approach being different is the one thing that they haven't tried that could actually work. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it's it's dramatic and it's cool to for her for Daenerys to come into. You know, come into Marine and say there's no more slavery. That's mm-hmm. it's, and to you know, crucify the slavers in front of the you know, rather former slaves and have them hanging in the streets. That's dramatic. Mm-hmm. But it's not. But it's right. But it's not a long term solution. No, not at all. And it's and we've seen that starting from the end of last season. Mm-hmm. You know, the slavers were taking back the taking the cities back. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's um, Tyrion. Tyrion's compromise, even though it's like the the you know, you, it's kind you, of the lesser of two. Yeah, years. and and you that's have it or you start to end it and find another way. Right, of life. and it's the thing, and the fact that he said, you know, it's going to end, mm-hmm. but it's not going to end dramatically. It's and it's a and it's a solution that does not please everybody, mm-hmm. and it can't. Right, because he made the point: we don't make peace with our friends. Mm-mm. Exactly. And, and that's so. the thing too is that with I mean it makes sense because the reason that they've had revolt in the streets and the slavers fighting back and mm-hmm. the son of the harpies and all that stuff is because mm-hmm. just like they were saying slavery has been their way of life since the dawn of time and so you can't just up and go yeah you can't do that anymore yeah. <laughs> and then expect the society that has built everything on top of that economic system to just go oh, that's okay, the thing you wanted something else yeah, and that's the thing you want it to happen and you know uniquely me more than than others may maybe but mm-hmm. you know you want it to happen but you know realistically that it's impossible mm-hmm. is that even spec even in a in book form in story form it would be flat right to just say hey you know what slavery has ended and that's it Hooray. and there's no there's no repercussions to it mm-hmm. so i mean his compromise being what it is I think is a better long-term solution mm-hmm. than just ending this, ending it outright. And there's then there's the part of me, there's a little twinge in me that thinks he, maybe he has a broader plan. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the you know he's buying time, right? That then he can go ahead and just kill the slivers in their sleep. Because <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> so. I'm wondering, especially if Daenerys come comes back to Marie. I mean, when she does. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if uh, she's going to take to his plan. Yeah. Because she jumped on that board, burn all the slavers, kill them all now. Yeah. And now he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa let's calm down a little bit. And mm-hmm. so, here's this other solution. So I would, I'm, I would be interested to see that conversation. And that's how, an interest, and, yeah. and that's going to be interesting too, because then you have to, to wonder, like, he's doing all these things in her name. Mm-hmm. Is she going to be grateful that he's able, that he was able to hold everything together? Or is she going to be resentful that he's done something that she didn't approve of? Compromising on what she didn't. Yeah, compromising on something that she would refuse to compromise Mm -hmm. on. So, speaking of compromising, Jon Snow. Mm. (laughs) He's back. Well, here's the thing. You can have his like body just laying there for like two episodes. <laughs> it's gonna have to. It's gonna have to be one of two things. They were gonna have to put up or shut up. Mm-hmm. He's either gonna have to come back, 
or he was going to have to be gone. Mm -hmm. They were just going to have to go ahead and end it. See, I I figured he was going to come back in some form or fashion. I was just terrified he was not going to come back as John. Mm. Because that would be like the ultimate stab in my heart. Because Mm -hmm. I love John. I love John. Everybody loves John. He's John. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And... I don't want to lose what we love about him just for the sake of having the character still be there. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Think about Beric Dondarrion. How many times has he been died and come back? And he literally told them, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, you know what? Um, when I come back, a piece of me is gone. We don't know yet right. yeah. what part of John didn't come back. <gasps> mm-hmm. Okay. Didn't come back. Mm-hmm. We don't know what aspect of him, you know, truly actually died. I but we've seen bits and pieces of it, though. Yeah, we're starting to see the glimpses. His his will to fight is gone. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, the dude's been beating it. I was the about, to, I was about yeah. to say it's, it's explainable, <laughs> right. but we yeah. don't know how much of that is just because of because he because of circumstances. Yeah. yeah, but see, that's the thing. But it also goes back to the loyalty aspect, mm-hmm. and you know, and John, you know, the basically the hardest lesson that the Starks have had to learn is that loyalty is that there's an aspect of loyalty that you want and there's the loyalty that you actually get in that world. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the loyalty that you get is not worth it. Oh yeah. I mean he he's he's broken emotionally. He he dedicated his life to the Night's Watch, to the brothers of the Night's Watch. He became their Lord Commander. Mm-hmm. When his father did, when his father died, he didn't leave. When his stepmother died, he didn't leave. When Brother, Winter, when his brother died, he didn't leave. Mm-hmm. When Winterfell fell, he did not leave. He devote, he watched his family basically decimated from the wall, and he did, and he did his duty, mm-hmm. and he was killed for it. Yeah, and that was such a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. Like watching him be like, I gave my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I said, and walk away. Like, I said, literally, I so like ready. if I was still working at you know my previous employer, like if when I left, I was literally, you know what, my watch is ended. <laughs> <laughs> walk out the door. I literally yeah. just like keep I'd that in th- mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thrown like literally would have thrown my badge down and my clip on tie <laughs> and said, my watch is ended. Yes, and walk out the door. <laughs> Poor little Neville. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Darren. I have I have this thing where there's the, there's a wrestler named mm-hmm. Neville. He's he's a man who defies gravity. He he looks just like um. Who I can't remember Ed. his name. <laughs> hmm? Um, it's a uh, John. The one he became. Friend. The one that became Lord Samuel. Edgar. Not Sam, Sam, not Sam. Not no, Sam. No, the short one. The one he gave the. Uh, oh, the, the one who's the now the Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't remember his name either. It's it's like it's something like it's Ed. an E, I think. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pull it up, but but I call him Neville. That's why I can't remember his name. It's probably why they can't remember his. But name. But he's the one that he gave the uh, cloak to. He yeah. said, "What am I supposed to do with this?" And he's like, "Wear it, not burn it. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I don't <laughs> care." <laughs> and that was a poor poor. He was just like he was like I'm not Lord Commander, and they were just all like he was like. I was like, well, yeah, you kind of are. There's, there's, yeah, there's nobody else. You're kind of the guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he, you know, 
giving giving the Mandalorian is like it's going to be interesting to see what he does going forward because again does he start does he take back Winterfell because he wants because he wants to be Warden of the North does he take it back because he wants his home back or does he take it back out of revenge and again you're looking at at a character who doesn't necessarily want to keep fighting Mm -hmm. because of everything he's lost because of it Mm -hmm. Edison Edison. Ed. He is Ed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, and to your point about that, I mean, I think it's too early to tell why he would want to. Because right now he doesn't want to at all. Right. And Sansa's the one that's like, that's dude, kind of pushing let's, him towards get, it. let's get our home back. Let's do this. And so I, at this point, I don't think he has a plan for anything. I don't mm-hmm. think he wants to be Warden of the North. I think he would, he he would be happy if he got his home back. Mm-hmm. But it's not a thing of, yeah, we totally need to do this. Um, but with that letter he got from Ramsey, I think that may have ignited a little bit of a fire in him. Yeah. Seeing, yeah. seeing how he was talking about his family and the challenging to him and everything. Yeah. And then what he did to Sansa and all that, which, I mean, like like we were saying, that he doesn't thing. know. He doesn't know. But, but at the same the time, like, he's yeah. being, that, that but he's also being, I think the thing is, is, is he's being drawn into that fight because of his pride. Mm-hmm. That Ramsey is using his pride against him, mm-hmm. and he's trying to draw him into a fight. Now, in a perfect world, in the world I would love to see, is that he, you know, heads to Winterfell not only with the Wilding army, but with the, uh, but with the loyal uh, houses of the North, mm-hmm. and with the, uh, and with the Knights of the Vale. Oh yeah, <laughs> just like all three of them go oh, and yes. take back Winterfell. Also, but I even then, going that way, right? right? But yeah. here's the thing. But even if they do that. What are the consequences? Mm-hmm. Now they're indebted to Littlefinger. Yeah, mm, that's true. He <laughs> and that's runs just another one of his of moves. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm so tired of being screwed over mm-hmm. by Littlefinger. And I'm like, thing, do we? Is that can, been, can someone please reveal that he's the reason my Ned is dead? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> they were betrayed that. by the Karstarks. Like they betrayed, like and having to, and other, you know families from the north who pledge their banners to the Boltons. Mm-hmm. So I mean, how do you like how do you get that back? How do you trust those people again? So. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I again what I'd like to see is then, you know, maybe a small or maybe a large navy. Shows up. <laughs> shows up. Maybe a small with, or with, large. With We've troops been waiting. Led by a guy named Dion yes. Greyjoy mm. who, <laughs> who decides to Get some revenge on Ramsey Bolton. How, how like, about a little splash of dragon? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I want to keep the they're dragons. Coming, they're coming this to kill everyone. I want to keep the down. dragons for the wall. Okay. For the White Walkers. We're going to need them. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. So it's like I, that I want to keep safe for that. I think I think I want to see all things. all too human <laughs> all too human resolutions to some of these characters. But we've, we've been waiting five and a half seasons to see John leave the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't let it be small, George. Yeah. <laughs> we need something big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking of dragons, the mother of dragons. The Unburnt. Daenerys Targaryen. I'm not <laughs> going to go through her resume of, uh, <laughs> of I, titles. I don't know at all. Breaker of Chains, Mother of Dragons, <laughs> Unburnt. <Khaleesi>. Yes. Khaleesi <laughs> of the Dothraki. And, and now, like, and now the leader of the Dothraki. Supreme yes. leader. Mm-hmm. Which I 
loved. I loved. I yeah. loved a lot. Yes. <laughs> that was an awesome scene. I loved the strength in it too. Oh yeah. Like literally just having the courage to go into just all like, those you leaders. You are not fit to leave. Right. It's like yeah, yeah you're not gonna do it. And I'm it gonna was... do it. Okay. Oh my god, I love Queen of Marine. Khaleesi of the Great Grass Sea, Lady Regent of the Seven Kingdoms, Daenerys of the, the Daenerys of the House, the first Daenerys of the House Targaryen, Protector of the Realm, Mother of Dragons, the Unburnt, Queen of the Andals, the Ronir, and the First Men, and Breaker of Chains. <laughs> Just a little bit of a mouthful. Yeah. I got. I'm. I'm so so relieved to see the way Daenerys has come back this season, and. Towards the end of last season as well, because honestly, I got bored with her character there for a minute. Like, yeah, I didn't necessarily get bored. I just got it. it just became it. It became difficult for me to see her struggle yes. the way she was, and that seemed to be what she was doing. Is that she? She seemed to lose all of her confidence. She did. She season. was relying on people that she thought knew better than her mm-hmm. to make her decisions, and in that she stopped being herself. She stopped being true to herself. Mm-hmm. And we saw that as, you know, fans of her, we saw that and it reflected on how I felt about the character. And I just have to say, like, this season has just renewed my love for Daenerys because I want to see her in that powerful, you know, I want to be like, Daenerys is going to ride her dragon into this war and just she's going to break the wheel mm-hmm. like she said she would I want to see that again it got to the point where I was like I'm not sure if she could and that's good it was it was good on a point because it made her human it gave her a weakness but she has conquered that weakness and I'm yeah, proud of it absolutely. <laughs> no I absolutely agree with you I like the fact that she's you know she's taking She's taking a more active role in events instead of, you know, having events, having things happen to her. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's taking she's taking her power back, especially she's no longer a victim. <laughs> no, for sure. I don't know. I never really, with the exception of the beginning of the first season, I never ever really saw her as a victim. Well, she was never. I don't think she was ever consistently a victim. Not mm-hmm. necessarily a victim to people. I think she was victimized. Victimized. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was more of it that she kind of got in this headspace of I'm not making any headway. What's wrong? Mm-hmm. What What am I doing wrong? And she didn't know where to go from there. And so, with her being taken off to the Dothraki and Tyrion being her advisor, mm-hmm. all that stuff, it's kind of given her a little bit more propulsion, getting to the things that she knows how to do, conquering and all yeah. that good stuff. And leaving someone to actually ad- run the kingdoms that she's conquered. Now, here's one thing that we, you know, as much as we love the character, we never really seem, no one ever really seems to touch on, is there's always been a streak of madness in the Targaryen family. That's true. Like, do we really think that it kind of, it, it skipped Daenerys? See, there's a possibility that could be that red card there, because what happens when she goes too far and mm-hmm. if it gets to her head right. does she become the mad queen just thank you and that's the thing <laughs> is that you know Rhaegar and every other like Targaryen has you know they, mm-hmm. they've talked about it like are we rooting for are we rooting for her to succeed just to ultimately be you know 
betrayed by what she does later. Like, mm-hmm. can she is does is there the possibility that she could be worse worse than Joffrey and Ramsay Bolton? Mm. I don't see that. I think Daenerys has too much compassion in her mm-hmm. to let her completely go off the deep end like that. And I agree with you uh, uh, to a All degree. It takes and that's one what, bad day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she does have a lot of war ahead of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing is that does, is she going to be able to hold on to that compassion? Mm-hmm. Is she, you know, once she I'm sorry, she gets psycho face sometimes. Yeah, exactly. She once she off. starts realizing, <laughs> exactly, once she starts getting the realization of the world that she's in and what she has to do in order to be successful. You mean does she does she start to adopt the characteristics of the traditional characteristics of a Targaryen in that res- in that respect? Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's a possibility. Yay, Dothraki! <laughs> <laughs> I've missed them. Not the all is, of them. We've still, yeah. with the exception of Khal Drogo, we haven't exactly. seen a counterpart of hers or someone necessarily in her life that challenges her. Mm-hmm. That's true. That challenges her in any significant way. It's like everyone, every other person in her life seems to be there to waiting serve. On, waiting at her heels and yeah, stuff. Yeah, thank you. Like, serve her in some capacity. Yeah. So it's, I would like for her to have someone, doesn't have to be a lover, doesn't have to be a husband, doesn't have to be necessarily a man, just somebody that challenges her and her perception, her perceptions and her ideas, and helps her become a better person mm-hmm. overall. Well, see, at that one point, I think that may have been Tyrion. Uh, yeah. For the little time yeah. that he was with her, True I enough. think that's what he True. was doing. And I think that might be, yeah. that might be something that develops. Because mm-hmm. between... I can't really think of another character that could be in that role. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to see Jon kind of step into those shoes, let's be honest mm-hmm. here. Put the two prettiest characters together that we have left, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that. I don't see them All together in the Jamie seriously way. <laughs> I don't see them having that dynamic. I don't see yeah. him being that for her. I think yeah, because he's above, too insecure in himself. Right, right. To and be above anything insecurity. else, she still hates the Starks. Yeah, mm-hmm. she hates the Starks. She hates everyone in King's Landing. The Starks, the Lannisters, all of them. It's possible, but he was still raised. I mean, he's still a Stark. He was still, still raised a Stark, and in that respect, she might never find out. She may never. She may that's never what, find that's out. That's why I'm, I'm very invested in Bran. I need him not to die because I need that. Well, what would mm-hmm. be the point in that flashback if not to tell that right. story? Well, here's the thing. Or some of the like. Here's the thing. So I will introduce a thread that has yet to like a a a tree that has yet to bear fruit. Mm-hmm. Gendry. Oh, yes, we were just talking about him. Not on the podcast. Not but... on the podcast. <laughs> um, when we were watching Game of Thrones, we were talking about him. Gendry, Gendry, Gendry was the heir. Bastard son Thayer. of Robert right. Baratheon. That's, right. That's right. And we have no idea where he is. I no idea where he Arya. is. So hmm. hard. <laughs> <laughs> I need like... him to pop back up out the woodwork. Right. That's true. Because he, he was run out of... Mm-hmm. Red Keep. That's right. Wasn't yep. he with? I forgot about him. But <laughs> well, he was being bled by you know Melisandre and Stannis, and he escaped from them, but then just disappeared. Mm. Oh yeah. 
Because remember, they were using his blood for... Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. So, I mean, he could be Where a wild card go? in the future. But see, that's the thing. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where the hell is Gendry? Uh, <laughs> I'm working huh. on reading these books right now. It's going very, very slowly. <laughs> mm. So, does anyone have anybody else they want to talk about on Game of Thrones? I think we've about covered... R.I.P. Uh, yes. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm Honorable Yeah, because um, Osha, oh. Hodor, and Osha. Uh, we lost another direwolf. So, yeah. or something mm-hmm. out for him. Two, two direwolves. Two direwolves. Yeah. Well, we, we saw a head, and then we saw a brave direwolf mm-hmm. die. Yeah. <laughs> Got in the worst eaten. zombie horde I've ever seen in my life, and I thought he was dead. So mm-hmm. I was quite frightened. It was, it was, was like terrifying. The Walking Dead meets parts of the Caribbean, like with the whole horde. Yeah. Just, uh, Ugh, and they were like zombie just, ants. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. But the worst. Um, I will say that I, I did sob, and that it was the slowest death. Yeah. And the saddest. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, was, you know, Hodor that way because of. It kind of made me feel like you messed up and mm-hmm. yeah. you messed up a whole person's life for what? So he could hold the damn door. Mm. Yeah, and it also away. kind of reminded me like of, of you know, Ned's death in the first season where you, the, you just kept watching it thinking, okay, something's something, going to happen. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Something's mm-hmm. going to happen. He's going to get saved. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Like the, and yeah. As much as I love you know, Jason Mullen called Drogo. I did not get near as upset because it was, it almost felt like for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just sad and the music didn't help. No. <laughs> you know, it was slow. Mm-hmm. Like it was slow. Like yeah. Joffrey died quicker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just so drawn out mm-hmm. and I felt like it, it didn't mean anything. Unless, Hopefully. unless, unless Braun wakes up and gets his little ass into gear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nothing. I mean, yeah, that's true. He, he carried you, and you know we've seen him. He's a lovable character. I mean, he had, he had kind of a Lenny thing from you know of mice yeah. and men. So that's what I compare him to because I just have a soft spot for characters like that. But it, it was just sad to me. It was sad. There was so much death, and of course it's Game of Thrones. But I was shocked at the red wedding. But this was just depressing. Yeah. Because it hurt. It hurt. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it was because. Right now, I think it's because Braun was selfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a wake-up call. And he needs to know that it was his fault. And mm-hmm. I think he does. I think he realized that that's why they he let was, him when see. When he was looking at it. That's mm-hmm. why they let him see that that was why he was Hodor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm just like, that girl just killed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like her. But She's yeah. Nissa, or Mira. Mira. What is Mira? I, yeah. I don't like her. But yeah, so that's how Stephanie feels about it. I will never watch that episode again in my life. Well, um, now we're going to go and talk about what we're into. Take a (laughs) couple minutes to talk about something that we're enjoying, that we're thinking about, and um, who wants to go first? I will. Okay. Okay. So if you know me at all, you know I buy a lot of books. I buy too many (laughs) books, comic books, regular books, whatever. Um, So I found a new book series. Well, it's not new. It came out in 2011, so I'm a little bit behind. It's by Kevin Hearn. I'm so sorry if I mispronounced your last name. It's the Iron Druid Chronicles. Mm-hmm. It is hilarious. Okay. So, it's in first person. First of all, I don't read first person because <laughs> I find it a bit dull. But 
It is hilarious. He's a druid. He's 21 centuries old. Yeah, 21 centuries old. Mm -hmm. And he's got a lot of pop culture references. Like, he honestly at one point says, I'm not the druid you're looking for. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it's really great. I love it. I've already finished book one. I'm on book two. Um, His dog, Oberon, has the funniest. Oberon. Yeah, right? Um, But... Like, I listen to an audiobook, and it's the funniest voice ever. And his dog is hilarious and obsessed with French poodles and wanted to be Genghis Khan. And <laughs> it sounds like a really, like a casserole of weird. Mm-hmm. And it kind of is. Like, Thor's in it. And they even mentioned comic book Thor in the second book, which mm. I thought was hilarious. Because Thor's an uber douche. <laughs> <laughs> the druids don't like Thor. But it's super fun. It's got, a, a, like I said, a lot of pop culture references, so I think it's relevant to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's super fun, and I love it. And it's like urban fantasy. I think that's the genre. I don't know. Okay. It's totally cool. And they quoted Monty Python. So. Well, then that's, <laughs> that's definitely a plus. As well. So mm-hmm. it's super awesome. It's called The Iron Druid Chronicles. The first one is Hounded. The second one is Hexed. And then it goes on and on and on with the same letters for a few books. And it's mm-hmm. by Kevin Hearn, and it's fantastic. And his name is Atticus O'Sullivan because he couldn't – Break off from from his Irish roots, but he wanted to be a dick and chose a Greek first name, <laughs> which is hilarious. So it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, I'm currently working through the Uncharted series. Mm. That's what I'm doing at the moment. Well, what I was doing at the moment, I've let my um, cousin borrow it as a graduation. Okay, I was gonna say, are you playing Thief Sand, or are you just like starting from the beginning? Yet. I am halfway through the third game okay. and because I bought the remastered collection because I had never played any of the Uncharted games and if you don't know Uncharted follows um, this character Nathan Drake on his adventures in thievery and there's <laughs> there's a couple of things that pop up in there that you don't expect that'll scare the crap out of you if you're anything like me but um, don't play it long late at night mm-hmm. um, but it's it's a great game it's a great series of games if you if you're gonna play all of them start at the beginning and work your way up to a theme mm-hmm. because you'll really appreciate it more and the advancement in the gameplay I've watched the trailers I've watched some gameplay trailers for it and it looks so much fun. I'm dying to play it right now. Um, it's a lot more compelling, a lot more challenging, and the graphics are beautiful, like all of the PlayStation 4 games are. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit of a Sony Sony rep here. Yeah, no. I was gonna say, I'll wait for it to come out on Xbox. <laughs> there, keep waiting. Because I'm, I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... They're be- it's a beautiful story, all of the games are. And so if you haven't played them, check them out. And then you can come geek out with me. <laughs> Sweet. Everybody's staring at me. Okay, yeah. no. <laughs> well, my thing right now, um, it's TV. All, not all of us are caught up on it, so I don't want to be super, super spoilery or anything. But it's been The Flash. Um, the first and second season of The Flash, I've been completely impressed. I've loved everything about it. Um, it's been pretty close to being my favorite show over Shield, which is big. Like really? it's it's, it's yeah. right there. It's right there with it, and uh, it's just the way that this season has played out and everything with Zoom being the big bad. Mm-hmm. Um, how he defeats Zoom. Um, everything that just goes into that with the alternate realities, the multiverse, 
and everything, how that's becoming a big thing, which, by the way, super excited about uh, CW picking up Supergirl. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm really interested to Check see Check out that crossover episode. You have to watch it. It's amazing. And we're going to catch up. We promise. <laughs> but yeah, but with the Flash and everything, like, it, without being too spoilery, they reveal who the real Jay Garrick is, who Zoom stole the identity from and everything. The whole scene about it is so satisfying. It is incredible. And then on top of that, not only do they do that, but with what Barry's dealing with and just everything that's been happening to him, he's pretty much had enough. And he decides to do something about it and gives us our Flashpoint Paradox. And so... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So we all know that that's not a good thing. But... I'm interested to see how CW is actually going to put that on screen um, because they don't have all those characters. Nope. They don't have barely any of those characters. But the thing is, is that with the stories that they've been doing with the whole Arrowverse and everything, it's actually been good. And so I'm actually optimistic to see where that's going to go because they're missing a lot. Yes, I can see that, but I I just, I don't know how, I don't know if you can necessarily push Arrow so close to the son that is Batman and not get burned. Mm. Yeah. They seem to be kind of making him Batman. Right. (laughs) Well, and see, the thing is... If they do that, (laughs) I will be so mad. You'll get almost Batman. That's what I'm saying. They they keep kind of pushing it a little (laughs) bit further. But, well, and the thing is, too, is what I was actually talking with my wife about uh, when we were watching Flash. See? Said it. (laughs) It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> we were His talking wife about is currently in the room. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, he'd say it if she weren't here too. So I guess. Um, but yeah, and I'm, we were talking about uh, basically the consequences of him going back to save his mom and everything. What does that mean? Because Zoom was the one, or well, not Zoom, uh, Reverse Flash was the one that killed his mom. So if Reverse Flash is not there to cause all the other ruckus that he did, what is unaffected? What changes? And so all these storylines are going to play out differently. He's not going to have his Iris anymore because Iris is going to have Eddie. And so a whole bunch of stuff like that and everything. And so, exactly. This show hates me. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's going to be a lot of changes to it. And so I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. But that's what I'm currently into. Maybe you could take away the whole, like, we were raised together, brother, sister, all three Right. Well, technically, he would have his mom and dad. Because in game, so. I don't care what anyone well, says. In game, yeah. Very true. Flashpoint, Flashpoint. Um, he didn't have his dad. That's true. Yeah. And Iris was married to someone else. Mm-hmm. Like we had a lot of, we had a lot of what it cost mm-hmm. to get what you wanted. Too much. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Always, Barry. Why do you keep going back in the past? <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, and the thing is, is in the series, he's seen the consequences of going back in the past. He has. So it's not like he's a stranger to the Caution consequences. To the wind. I don't yep. care. <laughs> Just at this point, he doesn't care. Yep. It, it, he's lost They so killed much. his mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boom, that's what you call the call. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dylan. Yeah. What you got for us? Okay, what I am into is a limited series on Amazon Prime called Dr. Thorne. Now, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I do love British miniseries. <laughs> I, absolutely, I absolutely love British miniseries, especially ones that are just like the antithesis of British emotional repression. I love it. 
And this one is by uh, Julian Fellows, who's a creator of Downton Abbey. So it's four episodes you can find on Amazon Prime. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime account, you can just literally just binge them all. I watched them in two days. And it's about a doctor who's living in uh, living in a quiet life with his niece and in a place called Greshamberry, which is also home to the Gresham family. Now, the Greshams have lost their fortune, as apparently rich people do a lot, <laughs> lost their fortune. And... Um, they're trying to marry their uh, marry their only son off to a wealthy American woman for the money to save their home. Now, unbeknownst to them, the son is in love with Dr. Thorne's niece, Mary. And, of course, with any British drama, everyone has secrets and everyone is uh, everyone's keeping things because... Uh, everyone is keeping things from other people and not telling one person one thing and finding out that and I'll put it to you this way there's a question of legitimacy mm. there are hints of a hints of a, a, a fortune to be inherited and <laughs> and everyone is and everyone is so adept at hiding their emotions that it's just beautiful to watch mm. so doc, Dr. Thorne um, I would I would watch it absolutely. It's just it's it's a lot of fun and it's and it's satisfying for being as short as it is, which is one of the things I love about British series is that yes. they don't have to they can they can give you in four episodes what a lot of American series can't give you in like four seasons. Which what is they call a, seasons. Exact, exactly. <laughs> which they, really. Exactly. You can go from a uh, just a beginning, middle, and end, and it's a, a really good story. So check it out. All right. All right. So that is the the end of this episode of our Game of Thrones speculation episode of, <laughs> of the Superpowers Fancast. <laughs> yes, we have felt things. We have <laughs> talked talked about several things. Much. Yes, we have talked too much, and in some respects, talked too little. No, I said we we felt too much. You we can never much. talk too much. Right. <laughs> very very. They true. might disagree with us. <laughs> very very true. Once again, um, you can contact us at our website. Leave a comment at www.superpoweredfancast.com. You can email us at superpoweredfancast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash superpoweredfancast. Or you can follow us on Twitter at superpoweredfan. Okay. So <laughs> Lots these, of ways to communicate with The us. interwebs are amazing. Exactly. So for the Superpowered Fancast, this is Darren. Stephanie, Jenna, and Danny. And I say, Valer Morghulis. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>